Fourth part of the story was all about how the lives of Nal and Dyamyanti took shape after getting separated. How Nal became Bahok and took a job in Ayodhya managing royal stables of King Rituparn and Dyamyanti got reunited with her father and children after King Bhima called for a massive search operation involving hundreds of wise men of Vidarbha kingdom. In this fifth part of the Nal Dyamyanti story, we will find out how Dyamyanti took charge of Nal's search using the resources of her father's kingdom. After reaching her father's palace and meeting her children and kins, Dyamyanti told her mother, Mother, if you want to see me alive, please arrange for the search for my husband as soon as possible. It is becoming increasingly difficult for me to survive without him every passing day. Damyanti's mother assured her that her father will put all the resources at his disposal to look for Nal and by God's grace, you will be reunited with your beloved husband in no time. The king called for all the wise men in his kingdom and formed a search party, this time only for King Nal. Damyanti addressed the search party. O wise men of Vidarbha, listen to me carefully. If Nal does not want to be found, all your wisdom will be useless in locating him. I am telling you a method that will help you in this process. Damyanti continued, Whenever you are in a gathering of men, say these words out loud. Oh beloved, you tore away half of my sari and left me to fend for myself in the middle of nowhere. Your beloved is still waiting for you in that torn sari. Notice the reaction of everyone present to these words. Whoever reacts to these words, talk to them. Pay attention to every word they say. Come back and narrate me that conversation verbatim without missing a single letter. Do not let anyone know that you are doing this on my orders. After receiving instructions from Damyanti, the search party of hundreds of wise men spread in all directions searching for King Nal. Many days passed. One day a messenger named Parnath came to meet Damyanti. He said, Princess, as instructed by you, I have been telling your story to men across the world. In this process, I landed at the assembly of King Rituparn of Ayodhya. There in a crowded assembly, I narrated your story to everyone present. Initially, nobody reacted to my story. However, when I was leaving, a charioteer named Bahok stopped me and talked to me in a corner. Damyanti's heart was pounding with excitement. Parnath took a pause and then started talking again. Devi, he is a short and ugly man. He manages the stables of King Rituparn and trains his horses. He also cooks for the king. Damyanti was getting restless and said, O wise Brahmin, please do not waste time in talking about his job and his appearance. Tell me at once what he told you after he took you to the corner. Parnath continued. With tears in his eyes, he told me, Great women are always able to protect themselves 
with the power of their purity even if their husband leaves them due to some unfortunate circumstances they do not get angry with him he usually leaves when there is no option left and he also lives in pain of separation every single day in such a miserable state it is not fair to be mad at him i agree what he did was not right but he was helpless princess i have narrated to you the entire conversation in his own words now you please give me instructions on how i should proceed further damyanti had tears in her eyes she told parnath to leave and not tell anyone else about this later she told her mother sudev was the one who brought me here i will seek his help in figuring out if this charitya bahok has any connection with my nal in the meantime please do not tell father anything about this damyanti called sudev and said sudev you leave for ayodhya at once once you reach there seek an audience with king ritupan tell the king that since there is no news about nal for so long damyanti has decided to marry again she has invited all the suitors from across kingdoms to participate in a swamvar being held next day morning if you want to marry damyanti you must reach there before the next day morning as instructed by damyanti sudev went to ayodhya and passed on her message to king ritupan king ritupan knew about damyanti's divine beauty and was present during her first swamvar as one of the suitors he got very excited hearing about another chance at marrying her if only he could ride fast enough to reach kundinagar overnight he called bahuk and said bahuk princess of vidarbh damyanti has called for her swamvar she will select a suitable groom for her tomorrow morning can you ride our chariot fast enough to reach kundinagar by sunrise tomorrow when bahuk heard this news from king ritupan his heart started aching various thoughts crossed his mind he could not believe his ears he could not believe that damyanti was going to marry someone else however the only way to know the truth was to take ritupan to kundinagar bahuk folded his hands and said o king if anyone in the world can ride fast enough to cover the distance between ayodhya and vidarbh in one night it is me you do not worry i will make sure you reach kundinagar before sunrise he picked four fastest horses from royal stables and prepared the chariot for the ride of his life in no time he was ready with varshane to take king ritupan to vidarbh bahuk's chariot started crossing jungles and mountains at a speed only birds are known to move with on the way king ritupan decided to show off his skills with numbers and said bahuk look at that tree there are 100 times as many fruits and leaves are on the ground as on the tree bahuk stopped the chariot to verify the math and found it to be accurate and said o king 
your knowledge of numbers is remarkable. To this, Ritupan replied, Not only numbers, I am also an expert in the game of dice. I am so good at it that it feels like the dice obeys my commands. Bahuk asked the king, If you teach me your skill in the game of dice, I will in return teach you how to train horses. King Ritupan liked this offer and taught the skill to make dice obey your command to Bahuk. The moment Bahuk learned the skill from King Ritupan, Kaleo came out of Null's body, spitting the venom of the Karkotak snake. Null was extremely angry and wanted to curse Kaleog instantly. Kaleog stood in front of Null with folded hands and said, O oh, wise king, please calm down. The day you had left Damyanti, she had cursed me to suffer. It was her curse that caused me to bear the pain of Karkotak's venom. Please do not curse me. Instead, I give you a boon. Today I announce that whosoever listens to your story and tell it to others will be immune to the ill effects of Kalyug. Finally, Kalyug left Null's body and disappeared after granting him this boon. Kalyug was invisible to everyone else, so Bahuk's real identity was not revealed to King Ritupan. Having learned the secrets of the game of dice, and gotten relieved of the clutches of Kalyo, Bahuk pushed his horses with extra enthusiasm and managed to reach Kundinagar the same day just after sunset. When King Bhimak was informed of the visit from King Rithupan, he respectfully invited him to his royal palace. On their way to the palace, Null's horses who were living in Kundinagar, since Varshane had left them there, sensed his presence and started neighing. Damyanti also knew only her beloved Null in the whole world had the skill to ride this fast. She climbed on the roof of the palace to get a glimpse of her long-lost husband. In the next and final part of this amazing saga, we will witness the reunion of the fated couple and find out how this epic love story ends. <laughs>